everyone. This is episode 502 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, July 25th, 2018. I am your host, Marcus Nez, and today I'll be talking about No Man's Sky Next, which just came out for the first time on Xbox One and was a free update for PS4 and PC owners, as well as Aces of the Luftwaffe, if I'm pronouncing that anywhere near correctly. Uh, Dash Squadron. There's also Squadron in there because the first one didn't have the Squadron. It didn't have the Squadron in it. And hint, that's a part of the gameplay. Uh, And then I'll be talking about some X-Men movies because I've gone back and watched a few of them to see if they still hold up. Because I just, I still, I want to purge everything from my collection that I don't have any desire to watch again or need to watch again. Uh, regard and in- including steelbooks, which I have in the past had a problem with. Just not buying steelbooks to buy steelbooks, but if I see they're on sale, oh, these are six dollars. Sure, I'll buy Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans. One, I thought I liked the remake of Clash of the Titans. It's okay, but I don't ever need to watch it again. Wrath of the Titans, never saw it, but I like six bucks. Of course, you know what? That's like a rental anyway. I did not like that movie. But do I need to keep them just because they're steelbooks? I do not. I have the fucking Angels and Demons and Da Vinci Code. They were six bucks. Ugh. I never even watched them. They're just there because they're steelbooks. Uh, stupid things. But I, I just like steelbooks. Steelbooks are nice and they're pretty. Except for the ones that are overly glossy and don't... If, if you stack or store your blu-rays uh not vertically in a line but horizontally is that no if you stack them vertically um i always i hate vertical and horizontal because i always end up screwing it up but you stack them vertically which is not the ideal way to store anything but if you don't have a lot of shelving uh layers that you can just it it, uh, it allows you to use utilize a lot more space but um they will just slip if they're incredibly glossy like the star wars steelbooks which are very glossy and very slippery i like it when it's more of a matte finish but who cares about steelbooks let's talk about no man's sky next which i have jumped into Starting over from the very beginning on Xbox One, having played 50 plus hours of the original No Man's Sky at launch before any of the updates, so I don't have any experience with base building or whatever the hell else they added. I never even really paid attention because I enjoyed my time with No Man's Sky, but I didn't need to go back to it, and it's just hard to go back to a game or focus a lot of time on one game when so many games are coming out especially when i do this and i get copies and i need to you know check them out review them preview them etc uh it's hard to devote so much time to one single game um and a game that is a a solo experience maybe a friend wants to play halo 5 and and no longer wants to play halo 5 because he just you know has turned his profile to offline all the time so you can't see when he's online and he's just hiding away and he's a little punk bitch talking about you justin you're a little piece of crap does anyone else listening know who justin is maybe one other person 
But you know what, Justin? You're you're poop. <laughs> you are poop. But this is my first time returning to No Man's Sky. And I know there are a lot of people who are excited about some of the new updates, especially in Next, including the third-person perspective, so you can actually see your uh, character and their clothing, their their suit, and the ability to play with other players. I don't give a shit about any of that. All I want, or all I really care about, is the ability to go back and enjoy the base experience of No Man's Sky, but on Xbox, the platform I prefer, and to re-experience the discovery of it all, and experience a prettier version of it, uh, using a controller I like. Of course, I could have done that on PC and just use a controller. Uh, I'm sure it had controller support. But I'm not super excited about all the new options. Base building could be cool. I mess around with that because it's part of the introductory story and just getting your feet wet. But I, I, I'll dabble in multiplayer, but I'm not that excited about it. So just keep that in mind that I am someone who's going into No Man's Sky, no Man's Sky next uh having really enjoyed the launch version of no man's sky and kind of just wanting to experience that again but i've played the game for about four hours and i do think it ha it doesn't i don't want to say it gives off a bad first impression but i do think it does a poor job of really teaching you how everything works and uh, the UI is a bit cluttered and there's just a lot going on and it doesn't tell you everything and you can't even find everything in like the help menu. The game defaults to third person perspective when you're on foot and first person when you're in your ship. I had no idea how to change the perspective. I Google it and people are like, you just, you go into the thing where like you check your, uh, your exosuit and all this jazz and it's just an easy toggle there and i was looking there i'm like what are you talking about it's not there there's nothing there you're a liar mother can i not change it i don't want to be in third person's perspective i want to be immersed in the game in the world in first person i don't want to see my character and it doesn't feel that great it's not as bad as elder scrolls games or anything like that it's okay but i prefer the first person perspective in these types of games um typically unless they're very well done um or designed to be third person exclusively so it took me a while to figure that out and how you do it is you press down on the d-pad which brings up like a quick bar of uh, things you can do like uh, summoning vehicles replenishing your shields and your toxicity uh, barrier and what have you and then all the way to the left is where you can change your perspective which seems like uh not as easy as some people were making out to be but i finally got that done which is nice but the game starts you off as it did before just hey hey you're on this planet your ship's busted now you gotta go fix it and that's a bit tedious but that's really what the game is the game is all about tedium and so you go through all that process and then you're like okay go find this go build this do this Hey, once you try building your own base, okay, do this, create these little objects. Oh, go to the space station and, and see some aliens. Oh, you found this distress beacon. Okay, now go here. Now build this thing that allow you to uh, transport the long distances between like galaxies and what have you. Blah, blah, blah. All the same, pretty much, it seems. It ha it's been, you know, two years since I played No Man's Sky. 
but I'm still really enjoying it. It looks good. It doesn't look amazing or anything, but I don't need it to look amazing. It's a solid looking game. Um, I'm playing it in quality mode on my X and not performance mode. I feel like I saw a noticeable hit to visuals when I adjusted it, but I could have just been in my head. And I, it runs pretty well. I, it's, it, there are issues sometimes in quality mode, but uh, nothing that is super annoying uh, so far at least. And I, I, the one thing I'm wondering, and I don't know if I just need to progress for a little bit further in the storyline to unlock things or something, or maybe get some new blueprints, because that's how you get the like hyperdrive blueprints is by following the story path, and you should probably follow the storyline at least till you get to the the point where you get your first the uh, Atlas Pass V1, so that you can unlock certain things. Um, but using the scanner doesn't show up the it doesn't bring up the like relics and things that allow you to learn words and uh, for the, uh, the languages, which is a thing that I really enjoyed in No Man's Sky. It was the thing I liked the most is just exploring these worlds, finding these relics, learning the language so that I could better communicate with aliens because there was such a reward in doing all that and then going up to an alien life form and then talking with them and understanding every single thing they said. Like I'm like, oh my god, I've I've learned their language to the point that I am fluent in in what is within the world of No Man's Sky. Because I did exhaust one of the languages in the PS4 version when I was playing, and that's when I quit the game. I'm like, okay, I've learned, I've completely learned one language. I'm good. Uh, so I'm not sure if I have to use this game. Like. There, it just is me relearning the game, basically, at this point. And there's a lot of tedium to it. And I enjoy that tedium. But I think anyone who played the game originally and didn't like it, I don't think there's anything that's been added that is going to drastically change the experience and make it a more enjoyable game for you. I think new players could enjoy it, but I think those new players would enjoy the original to an extent. You know, the, this is definitely an improved version, a, a more fleshed out version. There's more to do. There are more options. The ability to play with others is now here and all that jazz. But I think the fundamental experience is still the same. So if you've played it and you haven't enjoyed No Man's Sky, I don't see there, there being any reason to really return to it unless you're a masochist and you're like, I, I want, maybe you just feel like you want to like No Man's Sky and you didn't before and you just want to try and maybe like it again. Um,. But though I'm enjoying it, and one of the greatest things that's happened so far is that I was talking with an alien, and I brought the thing where like it was going rah 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 rah, uh, and he wanted to trade multi tools, and this is a way you can potentially get a, a much better tool without having to fork over any coin, because uh, it's just a straight trade. There might be some issues with their multi tool, but you know, you have to weigh the good and the bad. And this happened to me about two hours into the game. I had my basic multi-tool with its five slots. And then I talked to this alien. He's like, hey, I want to swap multi-tools with you. I'm like, okay, I'm going to see what this trade looks like. And they had a 23-slot multi-tool. Sure, it has maybe 10 or 12 slots that are full of damaged components that I have to repair to remove them. 
which will be a hassle and somewhat expensive, but it's still a 23 slot multi-tool, which is way better than my five slot multi-tool. And its value was estimated at like 2.5 million or something in credits. So I got a hell of a deal there and I'm feeling really good. Like when that happened, I'm like, this is this is some of the reasons why I love this game is because you just you don't you never know what's gonna happen, and I just I still find it to be a very nice relaxing experience, and as soon as I really get into the groove of things, I want to improve my mall uh, not my, my exosuit a lot because I just feel like I'm at the point where I'm dealing a lot with inventory management and not feeling like I have all these things that I'm like, I don't know if I really need this now, but I feel like there might be something in the future where I'll need this component and I don't want to sell it, but I don't exactly have the room for it, but I, I don't know what to do. And I just, so I need to, cause that was one of the things I really enjoyed doing early on in no man's sky on PS4 as well was just exploring a planet, finding all those like wrecked capsules where they'd have upgrades to the suit and all that jazz. So, I think No Man's Sky was a great game at launch. I think it's still a great game, but I don't think it's a fundamentally different game than it was. So, like I said, if you didn't like it before, you can try it if you want, but how are you going to try it without paying for it? So, I don't see it unless you already own a copy of it or you can I'm sure you can get it cheap on PC. Uh I think green man gaming or whatever had it for like 28 bucks so you can get it definitely cheaper there on xbox it is 50 dollars, which i don't think is too much as i think there are people who are like oh this is way too much i think 40 dollars would have been the sweet spot um but i don't think 50 bucks is too much to ask for the game because they've added a lot and the game before all that i think was you know it's, it's worth it sure it's older but it's new on xbox but with the update and all that jazz i think it's a, it's a solid price. Then in addition to that, I mentioned earlier the Aces. What is it? Aces of the Luft Luftwaffe? The uh, Aces of the Luftwaffe Squadron, which is a shmup, a vertical scrolling shmup, uh, where you take control of four ships in a squadron, so you have your one main ship, and then you've got two to the side and one behind you, and they all have their various abilities. There's a skill tree in the, the whole campaign and everything. You're leveling up. You're gaining medals to level up and get skill points and blah, blah, blah. It's a solid shmup. I've only put in maybe a half hour, maybe an hour. And feels okay. It has a very cartoony, cell shady art style. I do enjoy any game that has a skill tree and allows me to level up. I, I like that. I, I like that grind and all that. But mechanics-wise, it's nothing special. It hasn't done a great... I, I guess you have to unlock your specials before you can use any of them, like bombs or whatever, so you really only have your basic gun in the very, very beginning. But And I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to feel cumbersome when I have four different ships with various abilities and I have to switch between them or something because there is one ship that can heal all the ships there's you know one that has the bomb thing that'll blow up everything on the screen etc but I'm not sure how that's going to work mechanics wise uh, it is a bit frustrating though because having a, a squadron of ships means you have a larger footprint on the screen and 
you have a, a larger space that you just have to be aware of with bullets coming in because a, a bullet can hit the the ship all the way on the left side uh even though you're you know you're maneuvering you might be focusing on your main ship and forgetting that you have these three other ships that you have to worry about and they will can also be damaged by bullets and all that so you have a much larger uh footprint to be aware of in terms of where the bullets are and all that jazz um there is co-op as well so you can play with up to four people which is cool um but it's all right and the original game looks like it was a much more simplistic looking uh horizontal scrolling shmup so this one has changed it to vertical and has added the whole squadron thing I, i'm assuming given that it's in the title and i didn't see that in the screenshots for the first game i didn't play the first one but if you're itching for shmup it's decent in my little time with it it seems decent i don't know how much how long the campaign is or anything like that and if there's much reason to play it outside of that i didn't i didn't feel like there was a arcade mode where you can compete with leaderboards and all that kind of jazz so i'll have to give it more time but just my first impression solid feeling bump, but it's nothing particularly special but at the same time i don't and i'm playing on xbox one it's also on switch and ps4 I'm assuming on PC most definitely. Um, but I don't feel like there's been a new shmup in a while. There might be, there's probably been a whole bunch of re-releases of old games on Switch, but just across all platforms, I don't feel like there's been a new shmup in a little while at least. So if you're a fan of the genre and you're itching for a new shmup, uh, Aces of the Luftwaffe Squadron is a solid pickup. And then I've been watching the X-Men movies. And I I think of all the X-Men movies, the only two that are... Okay, there, there are three, but the, the two that are really solid and ones I would be willing to rewatch are Days of Future Past, which is a solid, good little flick with some really, really great moments. One of the greatest moments in any comic book movie with the whole Quicksilver scene. And then Logan, which is not a great comic book movie. It's a great film in general. It's a fantastic film. I think it's something that if I step back and look at all the movies I've seen and try to rank them, it could be my top 50 of all time, regardless of, you know, without the the comic book modifier to it. Uh, I adore Logan, and I think it probably most likely yeah kind of is 100% my favorite comic book movie cuz it's just i love wolverine and it's just, it's just so good and it has such a perfect wonderful ending uh and and if you haven't seen the noir version that's a really good version of it too uh, but i watched the first x-men and i was surprised by how much i didn't like it I, I understand why I liked it when it came out, and I understand the the appeal of it n now, but it really just is a long, drawn-out origin story for so many characters, too many characters, that it ends up uh, feeling very paper-thin, uh, plot-wise and character-wise in, in many of the cases. And it has some really bad writing in it, and not just the whole lightning, what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning. Um, more than just that line, there's some really bad 
bits of dialogue, some bad acting, and it's just it's it's meh. It, it's it's okay as a comic book movie, and something that you know if you're a diehard X Men fan and you want all the lore of the the world, it, you have to see it. But um, I I don't need to rewatch it again. And then X Men Two X Two is good. It's a good comic book movie, but it's got some stupid bits in it too. And while I enjoyed it, um, I don't feel like I ever need to rewatch it again. Uh, it's a bit long, and I feel like the last half hour it really starts to drag. It was moving uh, at a, at a rather smooth pace for the first hour and a half or so, but then it just kind of really drags. Um, and then I didn't rewatch The Last Stand because I already know I hate that. And I rewatched that maybe like a few years ago. I didn't finish it. I was just like, oh, yep, I hate this. Origins, piece of trash. I hate that movie so much because I thought it was going to be amazing. It starts off not so bad with Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool with personality and all that. And it's like, oh, this this is kind of working. And then they turn him into Baraka from Mortal Kombat at the end of the movie. <laughs> what the fuck is that shit? I hated that so much. I could not believe it. If you have not seen it in a while, or if you can't remember, just think about it. What what did they turn him into? They turned him into Baraka. They shaved his head. His mouth is all stitchy, whatever. He looks, he's just all this thing, and then he has the blades coming out of his arm. He is Baraka. Someone who made that movie is really into Mortal Kombat, and is like, Baraka is really cool. You know it would be cool if we turned Deadpool into Baraka? Whatever. Really dumb. And then, first class, I was surprised by how much I hated it. I really don't like that. I would maybe I would put that in the same place as stuff like Origins and The Last Stand. It's 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 definitely above them still because it has Fastbender and McAvoy who are great, but it's a bad movie with some really great moments like the scene where Fastbender is in the the bar and he's dealing with three of those uh, Germans. That's a great scene. Anytime when you have McAvoy and Fastbender working together, it's pretty good. But overall, it's just not that great, not that engaging. And it's yet another movie that is making me rethink if I actually like Jennifer Lawrence. I don't think she's that great of an actress. And I'm scared to rewatch Silver Linings Playbook because of it. I, I th I'm assuming that I'm still going to like it and that she can be good and stuff but I'm I don't like her as a mystique in these movies I think she's not doing a great job and it it, it sucks because like I think she's really she seems to be an awesome person she seems like she'd just be an awesome person to hang out with and all that but when I think about it and as I've rewatched the movies I'm like eh, I don't know about this passengers is bad I mean this is a bad movie but Mother, I hate that movie. Um, I, you know, people love it or they hate it. I think it's a piece of poop. Uh, it's it's the kind of pretension that I just I can't take. And like I've talked about this before in comparison to a ghost story, where I think a problem for pretentious movies, pretentious anything with me is that if it's uh if it's pretentious. In a, in a very personal way 
where it's relatable and not trying to be this grander story that's telling like this bigger thing and more relatable than I could get behind it. But no, not Mother. Enjoy, whatever. Uh, I did not see Red Sparrow because I thought it looked terrible. What else has she been in? Hunger Games. I don't, I don't like those movies. Uh, so yeah. Winner's Bone. Man, I haven't rewatched that. Oh, I'm scared to rewatch that. I'm hoping that's not gonna be another case where I I, I want to like her because I think she's likable as a human being. But the more I watch of her, the more I'm like, ugh. Also, Halle Berry is terrible at Storm. Um, but then, after First Class, I watched Days of Future Past, and I was like, oh, this is actually still good. And, and I really enjoyed the movie, and I would definitely rewatch it. It does drag a bit in the end, but it it's a really solid movie with uh, some great, great, great bits in it. And... Then, of course, Logan is fantastic. The one that I haven't rewatched yet, but I stand by as being the most underrated of the series, is The Wolverine. I think that is an underappreciated and underrated movie, where, which is, and it's just a, a solid Ronin esque action flick. You know, it's got a lot of good action. And the end is silly, of course, and the whole Venom Viper, whatever her name is character didn't need to be in it and she was kind of worthless and took a little bit away from it i still think it's a a really fun movie but i haven't watched in a while so we'll have to wait and see about that one and then apocalypse apocalypse is terrible don't even bother with apocalypse the piece of poo poo caca titty boo boos i don't know what any of that means but um yeah x-men Anybody want to buy my steelbooks? Uh, seriously. Do you want to buy them? I'll sell them. X-Men. X-Men 2. First Class. I think I have those. Days of Future Past, I think, is just a regular Blu-ray. And I wouldn't tell. I'm, I'm like, I'm keeping that one. But you want Origins 2? Last Stand? You want them all? Take them. I don't need anything. Get rid of them all. But that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Ness. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my anime list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And I didn't mention PSN, because who really cares? My name's P the My name's the Kush Three and I hate it. But you can also check out the art I do, which I don't hate, over at pxsart.com and if you see a picture you like and you fancy picking up a print of it, you just click the little link and you'll all be set to go and do that or whatever. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, and I do, and what have you, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away. Okay.